there, friends. It's been a long time. Um, it's actually been five months to be exact, but we're back. I mean, we've been around, but uh, we had some curveballs thrown to us, and uh, you know, podcasting kind of had to take a back uh, back shelf. Back, back seat. Back seat. Okay. <laughs> There's a back shelf. That's a thing. No. Um, but hey, it's good to be back with everybody, talking to all our friends. Uh, as always, I'm joined with my partner in life and in crime, my reluctant co-host and beautiful wife, Bailey. Hello. Uh, and before we jump in, Bailey was te- uh, teasing, about, teasing me about this before we started, but I'm going to throw out there to please rate, comment, and subscribe to us across all platforms. This is our hobby. And if you like it, share it out, and maybe we'll finally get onto a consistent schedule that I like to dream about. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Um, uh, check me out. Yimbo reviews everything. All right. If you didn't know, I'm Yimbo5 <laughs> on Twitter. Let me know what you think of the show or anything else to talk about on here. If you're not on Twitter, try me on Facebook or let me know what you think if you see me. All right. That's out of the way. Let's do it to it. So... My original plan for when we had our 12th episode was to do a whole like summer wrap up, but it's no longer anywhere close to summer. We are in the dead of winter at this point. So I wanted to very quickly touch on things because I wrote a very lovely note filled scripty thing. So I just want to hit on it because I just want to. All right. I would have talked about Captain America 3 Civil War. Um, I love that movie. And I really loved Spider-Man. He's my favorite part. I'm super excited for the new Spider-Man movie. And Jimmy will put on Captain America Civil War and then go fast forward all the way to that part of their fighting where Spider-Man is there. Watch only their fight sequence, which is probably like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then he'll turn it off. Yep. Under ruse. Uh, yeah, it's spectacular. I'm really pumped for the new Spidey movie because I think they finally... They got it right with this one. Um, speaking of another comic book movie that did not get it right, we watched Suicide Squad this summer. Um, what do you think? Garbage? I can honestly say I don't even remember it at this point. Yeah, it was. that's how forgettable it was, which is a shame because uh, I was looking forward to it. Uh, we also saw Sausage Party. Horrible. <laughs> oh, all right. Bailey did not like it. It is incredibly raunchy. I liked it because I like... But it was excessively raunchy. It was unnecessary. <laughs> but I, all right, so split down the middle on that one. Um, <laughs> strange Things we both loved, but. Stranger Things. Is it Stranger Things? Stranger Things. I, you know what? I was debating and I should have just looked it up. All right. Stranger Things. Excellent show. Um, um, Fabulous. Crushed yeah. through it. You probably already watched it, so we'll move on. All right. <laughs> I'm really sad because we were going to do this whole thing about our summer shows. Like every, every summer, we end up latching on to a certain genre or style of show um, that just to put on in the background. So this year it was uh, dating reality shows. Which sounds horrible, but we got really into them. We did. We like knew every character of every show. And um, we actually, we redid our whole back deck this summer. We restained it. Um, We got some nice comfy furniture. We made it like a outside oasis but we yeah. also have a television out there of course that we could binge watch all of those shows outside so that kind of added to it just watch episode after episode it was such a great time it was i miss so, those days <laughs> i know so we crushed through there's a show that was on fox called coupled 
Um, we watched two seasons of Naked and Dating. We watched two seasons of Are You the One, which another season is coming, a winter season it is started. coming out. It started. Super excited. And we also watched Bachelor in Paradise, which I don't even watch the regular Bachelor. I guess Bailey had gotten me into one season, and we even both bailed after, like, what, the first, like, four episodes? Yeah. Um, but that particular one, it was just a trashy dating show, so it was great. Uh, so <laughs> those are the ones that I was going to originally hit on. But now we're going to get into the real uh, meat and potatoes, if you will, of this podcast. So I wanted to start with movies because we just have one. Yeah, just double checking. So we haven't seen a movie in the theaters probably since Suicide Squad, which yeah. was in August. Mm-hmm. Um, we did finally make it out to go see Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And I want to hear your thoughts, my wife. Well, it was an overall great time because we went with Leanna and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Matt they Murdock. <laughs> they love their shout outs. Um, my thoughts, I wasn't a fan when it started. When the, I didn't like, the beginning was a little slow for me. It, mm-hmm. But not even slow. It just kind of moved a little too quick with the story. I don't know. It bounced around a lot. But then once it really got into it, then I, I was a fan. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the movie as a whole. And I'm, you know what? It, it these are all cash-ins. Like, let's just be honest. You know, there's going to be nine main story Star Wars episodes. Um, those are going to be the main. That's the main overall, you know, overall arc. But if they're going to fill these in and kind of continue, you know, obviously making a ton of money, but you know, give us more time with these characters, I'm all for it. I mean, it's it. This was fine. It was neat. Um, I was explaining to my parents uh, when we got back from the theater that day with um, basically episode four, which is the original Star Wars movie. Um, this was this whole film is based off of basically one line, which is, oh, the rebels, they have our blueprints to the Death Star. And that was it. And then they decided to make an entire movie about it. But it was cool because you got to actually see all of that stuff. And you get to, again, live in that universe and that world a little bit more. Um, I only m- mentioned three. There, there was a you know a big d- diverse cast, which some people complained about because stupidity. Because they were fine, they were awesome. Um, I like Jen Erso. She's she was our main character. Um, we got to we got to see her relationship f- briefly as a child with uh, Forrest Whitaker's character Saw Guerrera. Um, and then there was some neat stuff with that later on, and. I guess, would you call him the love interest? The character of uh, Cassian Andor? I don't want to take away from the movie by making it seem like that that was actually like It wasn't, right? It wasn't at all. Yeah, okay. It was more, I feel, like rather than it being love, it was more of just like a relationship that built. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. You're right. There wasn't a lot of romance to it at all. No. A lot of mutual respect. I mean... You can have characters that are men and women. Absolutely. Without it being like a all love about thing. them right. falling in love. Absolutely. And um, I don't think, I don't really feel like, I mean, spoiler alert, um, I don't feel like that really was part of her journey or his mm-hmm. journey. I don't feel like that was really part of it. It wasn't essential at all. You're right. Uh, so I don't want to touch on it too much, this, you know, because I don't want to give away too much. It's so funny. It's one of those movies that, um, I didn't really care that like normally I'm very guarded about my spoilers. I've talked about it before, but with this movie I didn't really care because I knew the end. So 
I'm hoping, because you've already listened to us dissect all of the other previous Star Wars movies, uh, that you're right there with us. So I would hope that you already know the Death Star blows up in the first, in the episode four. So they say, you know, again, the very, you know, right? I, I hope I hope that was four or was that five? I don't even know. It happened a very, very long time ago. Yeah, in a pl- in a galaxy far, far no, away. No, not even then. In 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 the real world, that movie was released yeah, a very, very okay. long time so, ago. So, so in the in the realm of Star Wars, yes. we know we know these blueprints led to the destruction of the Death Star. So that was the end. You know, like getting the blueprints. That's the end of the movie. So that's not. I mean, it's a spoiler, but it's an expected one. So this movie's all about the journey, not the destination. Um, and I, and you're right, after that opening, I enjoyed the journey. So, uh, overall, I think we both liked it. We go, it gets our stamp of approval. However, I did say that it's one of those, it was a long movie, and I understand that, but it, it's like a story that could have been told in, like... A little bit shorter? A little a little bit shorter. Yeah. I mean, it didn't have to be its own movie. I, I, I think it's great that they're making these... M- movies so that people who enjoy the star wars the whole culture of it can Mm -hmm. see more of it but really in terms of the story it could have been in like one of their cartoons that they released you know it's just kind of one of those side stories but a really important one but at the same time i I did enjoy it i did like it i you know we'll we'll probably see it again Mm -hmm. um well yeah when it comes yeah on the at some point in the future when it suddenly (laughs) arrives from amazon in a box when I get home from that's not work, that doesn't that it's never just happens. The Blu-ray will be here. Never happens. Um, <laughs> so I want to I want to give this one a three and a half out of five Death Star blueprints. Even though really I guess there's only one. Eh, yeah, there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> but three and a half out of five. Uh, and I will have a one little caveat that we watched the SNL that was hosted by the actress that was Jin Urso. Felicity something. Felicity, yeah. I think. She was not a good host, and I couldn't help but not like her a little bit during the movie. So, if you haven't seen that SNL, that's great because uh, you'll really enjoy, you know, Rogue One a little bit better. So that's that. Um, I'm gonna throw Bailey another little. Here's a knuckleball for you. Um, there were other movies that we've been watching this fall here and there on the weekends uh, that we've been renting on demands. So I, these are just kind of uh, worth noting, and I'm going to throw these titles out and see what Bailey says about them. So uh, <laughs> we watched Neighbors 2. What did you think? It was, it was good. It was good because we love those. I, that, lo- I love those characters. Um, I love Zach Efron. <laughs> uh, yes. I do. And Seth Rogen, I and I like oh I love them all actually yeah. yes all the actors in that movie they're fa- they're fabulous Fantastic. like Baron Holtz yeah right mm-hmm. uh, so Neighbors two was very good some people even said it was better than the the first one I think I love them both they're just both great uh, we also watched we had rented Central Intelligence which I love because I love The Rock and I also oh and Kevin Hart sorry I love Kevin Hart too. Um, that it wasn't necessarily a good movie. It's one of those. It's a cable, like something that you would have on in the background while you're vacuuming, right? Yeah, you want to be vacuuming. I'm saying now that we've seen it. Oh yeah. Now that we've seen it, it's one of those that, like an old school or a Wedding Crashers, that if it ever comes on the TV, like if it's midway through, I'll leave it on. I like The Rock. I like Kevin Hart. They're fine. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, also, The Rock had a very interesting character twist to it, which I'm not going to get 
get into. But it was it was like it wasn't the typical like on the rock, the people's champ type guy. Sure. So anyway, that was neat. Uh, and speaking of Bale's love of uh, Zac Efron, we also saw Dirty Grandpa, <laughs> which is a very, again, raunchy, dirty movie, but also kind of funny. It's good. It's I mean, it, again, a forgettable. It's not like I can tell you any jokes from it, but I know we enjoyed it while we watched it. Uh, oh, yeah. And we also watched the new Independence Day. But I think the less we say about that, the better. Yes. Um, I am a huge fan of the first Independence Day. That is a movie that if it is on television and I'm clicking through, I see it. I watch it to the end. Yeah. It's one of those. I just can't turn it off. I just love Will Smith and I love it. I remember there was a viral video going around of a guy with one of those uh, speakers and microphone and just going around to different parts of New York City. I think it was New York. Central Park, a subway, like not actual subway car, but like Subway the Sandwich Store. And it was a cut of him doing that speech from Hart, the big presidential speech. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I loved it. I love that movie because I saw it for the first time in the movie theater when I was, it was the summer before fourth grade. I was in Utah, and it was 4th of July weekend, and I was with, like, my whole family out there and my uncle who was in the Air Force, and I remember when the movie ended, everybody was cheering and clapping and really excited, so I really, I, I love that. That movie has a special place for me, so. Uh, so that's, that's all I have on the movie front. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add? No. Movie-wise? No. Okay. <laughs> Good, because Bailey has she's she's like stepping up her her co-hosting duties right now. She's got her whole like notes that she's written out. I love it. Um, so I'm gonna move to our next category, which is television. Uh, I have two shows that I would like to discuss, and I believe Bailey has at least one, if not a couple others, that she would like to break up too. So, which one will you want to start? No. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start with the best sh- new show of the fall. I love it so very, very much. It is The Good Place, and it is on NBC. It stars Chris and Bell, Ted Danson, among other people you would recognize. Well, a couple others you would recognize. Uh, man, NBC, when they get it right, has they, they know how to put on a really good show. Like Parks and Rec, one of my near and dear favorites. The Office, near and dear favorites. Uh, Community. I mean, this is in that line. It's... Even Superstore, which I, you know, it's not quite to that level of eternal love that I have for those first three that I mentioned, but the good place is up there. It can be really, it's something really special right now. So they just wrapped up the first season. I think it was only 13 episodes, uh, which is a bummer because now we have to wait a whole new year. But man, it was so good. Um, so my love, what do you think about Chris and Bill? Um, I pretty much love her right now. She is kind of my guiding spirit animal. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> else to describe it. Um, I've loved Kristen Bell since high school when she was in Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, I had long hair in high school, and then I started watching Veronica Mars, and she was the main character, and she had this short, choppy cut, and I brought in a picture to the hairstylist, and I was like, I want this haircut. I literally had the exact same hair as Kristen <laughs> Bell for a couple of years. I love her. She's a great actress and she's so versatile. Like she's funny, but she can be serious and it's just very quirky. Yeah. She's fabulous in this show because she plays such a like a a rude, selfish, just bad 
person, but like likable. Well, let's let's give a, a you know essentially a spoiler free premise for you. Uh, the Good Place starts with Chris and Bell sitting in an office, and she meets Ted Danson, and uh, his name is Michael, and he tells her she's died. She died, so she's dead. But don't worry, she made it to the Good Place, and from there she goes on to realize. Right in the first episode, I mean, she she knew she wasn't a good person. She's talking to all these other people who led such wonderful lives, you know, such, such self-sacrificing and charitable lives that she knows that she's this crummy, crummy person. It turns out, right? Do we, yeah, it's in the it's first, on the first episode. episode. You know, that so, she's not supposed to be there. Right. And obviously, hilarity ensues, jokes aplenty, um, and they're really smart, well-thought-out jokes. It's... Uh, it's just a really good show, and um, I give it a really. I mean, uh, if like go check it out. It's probably on demand. Uh, it's definitely on Hulu. Um, just find a way to watch it because the Good Place is absolutely spectacular. Um, would you like to add any final thoughts? Um, I just, I just really enjoy it. I think other people should watch it so that they keep bringing yeah, they, it back. Please, yeah. <laughs> I think there is definitely sign up for season two. I am almost positive I saw the headline, which is really good news. Um, oh, and another part of our Chris and Bell love is that we saw Bad Moms. That was another one I forgot to mention earlier, which, again, she just brings the laughs, man. I think I think uh, Chris and Bell and Dax Shepard would hang out with us and, and probably <laughs> like us. I don't know about that. <laughs> But, They'd be way funnier, I'll tell um, you that much. And I will say that also, too, I've been another Kristen Bell kick with what? Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She Not only is she funny, she can be serious. And she can sing. She can sing, like, really well. What was with, the song you were singing before? Oh, no, I'm not going to sing it. Oh. Do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, there, there you, you go. There you go, guys. Uh, so... <laughs> We give this show a four and a half out of five giant cocktail shrimp. Watch the first episode. It will make sense. And again, you can thank us later. Um, The other show that I have marked down, which is going from comedy to serious drama, is Designated Survivor, which is on ABC. And that's the one that, you know, was heavily promoted as when they have the State of the Union and all everybody's... At the uh, the Capitol, while the president's giving a speech, they leave one person from the cabinet, right, mm-hmm. um, as a designated survivor. So Kiefer Sutherland was that person. He was the uh, secretary of the of HUD, right, the Housing and Urban, Urban Development. development yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Capitol building blows up, and everybody's dead, and now he has to get sworn in as president. And. We crushed through a bunch of episodes because yeah. it was it's really good. Because Bailey had been saying from before it started, like, babe, we should watch this. This looks like a solid movie or show. We should check this out. And we kept procrastinating until it was seven episodes in, and then we finally, a couple over a couple weekends, we we're like, all right, let's start chipping away. And they they had its mid season finale, so it left on a really big you know cliffhanger, and. uh just really good it's just a entertaining it's one of those shows though that it's really heavy it is very yeah we actually had to postpone watching the final i think two of the first half of the season just because we weren't in the mood 
for it. You yeah. know, just like, we need something <laughs> light and dumb. Give us stupidity, please. Well, let it wash over us. <laughs> Hence all the Zac Efron movies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really well written. Um, it doesn't get stale. You know, it's a premise that kind of you think like, okay, ooh, this is what happens. And then wh- where are they going to go from here? But they they're keep there's a lot of twists and turns and a lot of, you know, things going on in the show yeah. that keep it interesting. It's not the same... Uh, same dilemma each week. It's kind of something new. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um, well, ever since, I guess, I'm trying to think of how many shows set in the White House. Oh, okay. So I never watched West Wing, even though that's supposed to be a really good, like, president show. Um, but we watched House of Cards. We're all caught up on that. And that kind of hooked me on, you know, the, the whole, you know, the going goings and... What am I, I was going to say goings and comings. The, uh, the uh, ins and outs of the White House. Uh, so that was neat. And then I also watched all of Veep, which is another one set in the White House. and But that's obviously a, a really funny comedy. Uh, so this is another one. And it's really neat to see how our government works, at least fictionally. And um, I really like that they're showing... I mean, really, what would happen? Because this is, it's bad. If that ever ever happens, it throws our entire government, you know, completely upside down Mm -hmm. to reference Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's doing a really interesting job because everybody's wiped out. Um, there was also one designated survivor for the, what, the Congress or Senate? Congress. Congress. So, um. You know, there's there's just two people that represent all three levels of you know our executive or <laughs> there's different branches. <laughs> executive branch, <laughs> legislative branch, and uh, what was the other one? <laughs> what executive, judicial. legislative, and judicial, right? <laughs> um. So yeah, so the two thirds, right? Because judicial, they they're not even at the State of the Union. I'm just trying to oh figure it all out. Oh my goodness gracious! You need to come to fifth grade social studies. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. I love it. It's been, uh, you know, all the political talk, and there's just, yeah. I've, at least I feel like I know a little bit more than most people. <laughs> at least I can okay. name two-thirds of our government. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, so it's very interesting to see how they have to rebuild this entire, you know, our, our, our government, everything, you know, without letting it um, totally fall apart. So um, it's been really good. Kiefer Sutherland plays this uh, family guy that, is he's just this like adorable little hipster and you know just has his nice little slim fit pants and 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 never had any aspirations to be president and uh and then it's him dealing with basically you know what i mean really politics politics yeah he's not a politician he never ran for any office he was you know selected for the cabinet and uh yeah just just knowing who's his friend and who he can trust and it's it's intense. And him being such an ethical, do the right thing kind of person. Right, which is awesome because he's a super logical, <laughs> intelligent guy that wants the best for all people in our country. And uh he's he has to deal with people telling him, you know, not to do certain things. So it's neat. I like it. So what are you gonna give this? I would like to give this uh four out of five. Horned rim glasses. Shout out to Jim, uh, our buddy Jim Swacko over there. <laughs> All right. 
I believe that you have uh, the rest of our topics for the show. Okay. So if you can please bust them out on your little legal pad paper. <laughs> All right. So the first show that I want to talk about is one that I talk about with basically everyone I know at this point, because I tend to do that. It's called The Man in the High Castle. It is a, uh, an Amazon original series. It is available for Amazon Prime subscribers, and it is a sh- show um, that you can basically binge watch. We're on season two. Um, season two just wrapped up. And it is about what the world in the 1960s would be like if the Axis powers won World War II. Yeah. So if Nazi Germany and the Japanese had won the war, what that would mean for, for in this world, what it would mean for the Americas. So basically, uh, the eastern half of the United States is called the Greater Nazi Reich. Mm-hmm. And the western half is the japanese pacific states right and then in the middle there's this place called the neutral zone but that's kind of like the wild west where there's not really any law or order it's just kind of people just living there and they can escape the last little remnants of americana you know like that's that's still there but again like you said no no policing no anything yeah there's like a marshal that kind of like just kills people (laughs) you know bounty hunters and things like that who are looking for people who are on the run it's a really good show um i really enjoyed it because it's just one of those it's like kind of it's sci-fi it's basically sci-fi for sure um and i'm as anybody who knows i love (laughs) sci-fi i love um that little bit of a twist um basically the show is about this woman named julia juliana crane Mm-hmm. who um, gets kind of wrapped up in this resistance um, to the Nazis and to the Japanese. And it's all surrounding these videotapes um, that are... Well, video reels. <laughs> yeah, video reels that are sought after because they contain footage of things that really haven't happened. So, um, Well, you don't want to give away too much. No, this is in the trailer. Oh, true. Yeah, never mind. All I'm right. Giving, I make sure I'm not giving away. I'm the spoiler police. You may proceed. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, these videos, uh, or at least video, contain footage of the Allies winning World War II and the soldiers coming home and things like that. Well, what we know. What like, we know, know. What we've seen. Real footage, basically. Yeah. And it kind of leads to all this, like, conspiracies and, you know, this resistance trying to bring down um, those powers. And, you know, our main characters kind of get wrapped up in it. And, you know, you have main characters that are also part of the Nazi Reich um, as high officers and main characters that are also part of the Japanese government. So it's really interesting because you're following all these different characters in their role in this new world. And plus it takes place in the 1960s, which is kind of interesting. That's an interesting part, too. For sure. Um because it's kind of it's Mad Men in the Nazi era. It is. In it Nazi really much. America. Yeah. It's and it's it's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's very terrifying. Um, but I like that whole sci-fi twist of it all. Um, that it's not just you know blatant like this is what would happen in history if if this happened. It's kind of like there's like this magic about it. Right. Yeah. Um, the fact that there's there's definitely an element of like for example the, the, the way i described it to her from brian um because we got well i don't know if i don't want to take credit for getting him into it but because he read the book but eleven twenty two sixty three, and we had talked about it on the podcast that was the one with james franco and he goes back in time to stop you know jfk's assassination and 
just so anyway, it was very reminiscent of that where you're dealing with these potential multiple timelines, parallel dimension type issues. Um, we've been explaining it to other family members as um, the Nelson Mandela effect, <laughs> which is something that you can Google. And uh, a lot of people think that this is, you know, give this a lot of uh, validity. This It's a conspiracy theory. Um, I guess I'll just explain the basic of it. <laughs> so people think uh, that Nelson Mandela, they remember him dying in the 80s, even though he just passed away recently. Uh, and they swear up and down. The same thing we were talking about. Remember um, the Shaquille O'Neal wizard movie, Shazam? Yeah. Or they were Kazam. It was Kazam. But then they thought that he was it was Sinbad in a, in a wizard movie. They can swear. I say that's just because Sinbad always wore big blousey pants. <laughs> and people just assume that he was a genie. I'm convinced. That's in, that, that, that could be a possibility. But I'm just telling you that those are they're kind of. So there are these little things that people swear like by. A- remembering instead you know having seen or it's like a collective memory that's right. you know a false memory right so then the theory is that people are tapping into a parallel dimensions existence where these, these things memories. were yeah right. where these things actually occurred so anyway back to <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a little sidetrack that's yeah it's okay. uh, okay. a fun one it's a, a very interesting uh tangent um i will say that some i i love some of the characters and one of my favorite things to do jimmy knows this when we watch TV or anything new is to find characters and, and try to figure out where I know them from. Sure. And well, I'm usually pretty good at it. I, I, one of the um, supporting characters, he plays a friend of one of the guys, Frank is DJ Qualls, who I love from road trip. Cause that movie is one of my, like, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I love that movie. But anyway, so he's in it and I was like, Oh, this guy's still alive. Cool. <laughs> But me, oh, I'm usually good. really good with people who are obscure, like that are maybe like a side character in some weird movie or weird show I saw once. So, and, oh, and if I may, I want to give her a lot of credit because you may assume, well, yeah, duh, IMDb, everybody's good at this. But no, she tests herself, which is which is very I commend her because I'll usually tap out to the phone before she does. Um, she will hold out until she figures it out, just as like a jeopardy challenge (laughs) she's like i'm gonna do this (laughs) i'm like i know that person and i start like i can't even concentrate on the show because i'm just going okay where do i know them where do i know them where do i know so that being said the guy who plays over over grubenfuhrer grubenfuhrer over over (laughs) i can't do it over grubenfuhrer um in the in the show they always are like over grubenfuhrer smith okay he um his name is rufus sewell Seal, Seal. Okay, he's an actor, and I was like, I know where this guy is from. So he is actually from the movie The Holiday with Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Jack Black, and Cameron Diaz. So I was very proud of myself. Needless to say, I did not know this. He plays the boss that Kate Winslet's character is in love with. He's like shown in like the first or scene, and then maybe like another couple minutes in the movie. I came home once, and this was when Bailey was watching it, (laughs) and I was like, okay. No, I didn't watch. I watched like the first beginning. Anyway, <laughs> um, that being said, first of all, love him. No, it's a Christmas movie. No, love him. Christmas. I know. Oh, well, now you now you're in love with him. I know. Okay. He's uh, our relationship is in jeopardy. <laughs> He's handsome. Okay. So then the next character, which I have to admit that I did not recognize, and I want. I'm so sad for myself because I should have. 
And he was one of those people that I was looking at and going, oh my goodness, I, I know where this person is from. Like I could feel it in my, in my heart that he was in something really important to me. And that is the character of Rudolph, who plays this kind of like Nazi uh, or Swedish, I don't even know. I don't no, he's a, he's a Nazi. Yeah. He, anyway. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, you know he's a Nazi. Anyway. Um, anyway, my best friend, Brittany, would be so disappointed in me if she knew that I didn't recognize this man immediately because he is the angry coach of Iceland from the Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs> like the, the, the mean character that, you know, Coach Bombay has a feud with. I should have known that. That's so disappointing for me. You were, I remember I, the moment that you had to look it up, right? You I had it, to yeah. look it up. I had, I was like, it just, I couldn't do it. I, it wasn't clicking. And then when I saw that, it was like, I, no, no. it was just so, I've seen the, probably the Mighty Ducks hundreds of times, not hundreds, that's an exaggeration, but I've seen it so many times that that should have been immediate, especially since he has, he talks exactly, it's just, <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, that's talk about tangents. This is a tangent. Yeah, that's anyway, all right. The show, The Man in the High Castle, really good. And you can't miss it, honestly. If you shop at, uh, if you go to Amazon, which everyone that will hear this, I'm sure, goes to Amazon. Um, it's it, again, if you're a Prime member, do it. I just happened to see um, some Twitter rumblings about it, and it was mentioned on a couple podcasts I like to listen to, and. Um, that's that's why I even suggested it because you know again it was a lazy Saturday and I said oh you know like let's uh, what do you think about this I know you like uh, weird time travel stuff <laughs> and we watched them and then, you know what the first couple episodes even so I'm usually the one that's like all in right away and uh, it turns out she was really hooked and I wasn't I wasn't gonna give up on it but I just thought it was like all right it's fine. But it got so good. It got really good. But I, I wasn't all in right away. It, there, there I think certain, we had nothing else to watch. <laughs> it was like a rainy day or a snowy day or something. But um, it it started out good. Mm-hmm. And we were all, I think we were both like giving it a shot. And then it kind of, the next couple episodes, it gets a little slow. It, it does. does right. right? Like, and, but then it, once you, if you just keep going with it, it gets really good. Well, it's the perfect binge show, and I think Amazon knows that. And uh, the second season just came out recently. So when you do crush through both seasons, uh, like we did, we're now going to have to wait however long until the third season, so probably a year. But mm. but it's really good. We do, you know, highly recommend it. So actually, where did we where do we fall on this uh, rating scale? I don't even. I don't do that. You usually <laughs> come up with those. I don't. Um, yeah, four, four out of five newsreels. Yeah, that works. Right. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, what's your next one? Uh, my next one, no surprise to anyone who knows me, is my favorite show, maybe of all time. Just came <laughs> out with season three, and. It is back, and it is spectacular. Jimmy, what is my favorite show? This is a hot take alert. Uh, Bailey, I think your favorite show is Alone, 
that you can find on the History Channel. It certainly is, ladies and gentlemen. I love Alone. Everybody knows I love Alone. I will talk about it. I could talk about it every podcast. We could. I even said this to Jimmy last when we watched the episode last night of Alone. Um, we could do a whole podcast on Alone because of how much I talk during the show. <laughs> and I think that was a serious thing that she's like, yeah, no, we can have a you know spinoff. <laughs> we can have an Alone spinoff podcast. Because I have so much to say. You do. I do. Um, would you like to let the audience know uh, what kind of Christmas presents you received this year? Well, my wonderful husband gave me a Flint fire starter. By Bear Grills? Grills. Grills. Bear Grills. And you can even stuff little, like, um, uh, uh, cotton balls. Cotton balls and stuff for, you know, fire making. And it also, a uh, crank radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and which you can also, charge your cell phone, too. You can, I don't think in a case of emergency. Well, five minutes. Okay. Um, but crank radio, which also has like a LED flashlight crank. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then what was the other thing? Oh, and then these really great things. Oh, I want to remember the name of it. It's like a, oh, the life straw. Yep. Um, basically, what it does is you can sip through it. It's like this big. As long bottle. as it's not salt water. As long as it's not salt water. It could be the lake. Over here, mm-hmm. I could go and drink out of uh, a toilet if I wanted to, and it would purify all the water and take out all the bacteria and all that kind of stuff. So they use it in, like, third world countries, which is amazing. It's a great, great, great event- invention. Um, so I have these things. So I'm in the process of creating, um, like, a bug out bag. Um, <laughs> look in your Amazon cart. You'll see. Um, so anyway, he got me these great things, um, mainly because I love alone, and I'm always thinking, like, oh, if I was in the woods or something, I would be, I would be in no luck like i would be in in serious trouble if i didn't have these things so anyway alone i know we've talked about it you kind of know what the premise is already if you've listened to any of our other episodes now i would like to throw out that i have an appreciation level for this show now no first of all normally we watch it while we're eating dinner (laughs) and we celebrate that fact because these poor people are looking for fish and begging for fish or and like this week, Bailey made us two nights worth of like this delicious salmon glaze, and it was really oh, this, you know, baked salmon. It was really good, right? Baked, yeah, really good. So we we go <laughs> like it's just like a funny thing for us. Like these poor people are, but they're trying to win money, so we don't feel that bad. Um, but more interestingly, is today side. This is another tangent for us. We watched Castaway with Tom Hanks. And I had never seen it before. And because of the show alone, specifically, not just any of these other little survival ones we watched, but because of alone, I could immediately say, well, what is he doing? He has to get his raft because that can clearly be a tarp for his (laughs) shelter. And, oh, there's FedEx packages. Well, he needs to open them to see what he can use for blah, blah, blah. And, oh, the first thing I would do is make a giant help sign on the beach. (laughs) I was good. Yeah. Thanks to alone. Yeah. So, it taught you a lot. It did. Anyway, what I wanted to say about season three of Alone, I won't get crazy into it, is that what makes this season special and new is that they are no longer in Vancouver Island in Canada. Nope. They are in Patagonia. Patagonia. We like to say that. It's Patagonia. So, I joke that I want to name my first child Patty, short for Patagonia. Patagonia. Um, But it's really awesome. So, there's no bear this bears this uh season no bear scat <laughs> there's no bear scat um what they're facing is wild boar yep. which can be which 
History Channel often reminds us can be aggressive yeah, and territorial and ooh. attack when feel threatened. And their jaws can break human bones. Oh, yes. They, they often remind us of that as well. So there's boar, there's foxes. Then rabies. Is it foxy? Foxes, right? Foxeye. Rabies. <laughs> I'm just going to, you're going to name animals and I'm going to do the threat. The mice. Mises. No, the, the mice can yeah. carry this. Diseases. Like really bad disease. And guess what? You know how you get them? Not from scratches or bites. How do you get them? Smelling their poopies. <laughs> in their peepees. Yeah, so you get them from all their... Uh, their feces. Their feces, yeah. In, in their, you can get this like... Their, their wee-wees. <laughs> this very serious uh, disease. Yeah. Virus, and so it's not good. So basically what I want to say about this season, and I know I'm talking about it much longer than I wanted to. Patagonia. Patagonia. Is that uh, it's like... On a whole nother level. It's good. It's really good. Um, first season, I feel bad for those folks because they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. And they tapped out. So it was incredibly impressive. Like, we, I, I thought they were out there as long as they could. And I think it was 40-something days, 42, 44. It's like one of those. And it was miserable. Miserable. Like the rain and it was just bad. The second season, they pushed it to maybe the 50s. like but, maybe? No, I think it was like 51 or 52. Like, we're not even, we're just crossed halfway through the season and they're past 60 days. And there's five of them left. Yeah. And three of them are women. That's what, what I was going to say. Sorry. The, you, you stole my thunder, but these women are incredible. And, you know, they may not have that, like, brute, the physical strength to be, you know, chopping down wood, but they are those they're foraging and they can eat like ev- like they can eat everything jimmy says they're eating grass like they are um <laughs> i bailey already knows this because she married a wonderful man but i say all the time that women are far superior and stronger than men <laughs> in both intelligence and emotional uh resilience oh that was the word i wrote down. i was so um these women are proving it and it, but the, Every character, all right, so it, these are people. I shouldn't even say characters. They, it's, these are people with a box of cameras, which still one of these days I would like to do. Oh, oh, one of my jokes recently, because Bailey's been making us fish, because, you know, like it's New Year trying to, New, new Year, New new Me, uh, trying to lose some weight. So we're, we're eating for these, this fish, and I, and I will look over to her and go, you know, babe, I could totally do alone if I had this salmon. <laughs> That was glazed with sriracha, and it was prepared for me by you, and we could buy it in the store. We could totally be on a loan. It's like a uh, defeats the purpose. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, the mental toughness of these people is incredible. Um, they are just out there. A lot of them don't even seem affected by the fact that they're alone yeah, yet. I know. They're kind of just, uh, they're, they seem like the kind of people that just can they can take it. They're just there. They're doing their thing, um, get catching their fish, building their shelters. They and these shelters are incredible. They're on a whole nother level. They're basically building like kitchens. Ki- no, like and well, like remember huts. that was that was a previous season. But these beautiful little cabins, like yeah. these little bamboo, st- like log cabin style made out of bamboo, like little insulated. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so good, and it's. I every every season every episode is different. Yeah. It's not like you're just watching somebody sitting around in the woods. 
And I mean, I guess that has something to say about the producers and the way they produce the show. Not that they're they're producing, but the way they cut things. But it's just something different each episode. Some, you know, something new that they highlight or something new that we learn as an audience by watching. Right. And even though there's half of the people left where we are, thank you. They started with ten, so we're down to five. Um, we didn't even see somebody for an entire episode. So when we watched this past week's. We're like, oh wow, we forgot about this girl, and it's and and usually there's like people that you don't really like. I like everyone. Like, we're, yeah, we're pulling for everybody. Everybody, like, and even at the start, yeah. there wasn't anybody this season that I was immediately like. Well, the one guy, the one yeah. guy that was like, I'm gonna be a lazy survivor. Yeah, we liked him at first because we're like, that's the way to do it. But then he got angry. Then he everything. just like was harping on that constantly, like, oh, everybody else is. He was like angry for no reason. Yeah, and then he tapped out. Bailey and I are, are kind of low-key chill people. <laughs> so yeah. when people are overly aggressive. I'm not a fan. Yeah. So anyway, everybody's been, I, I'm pulling for everybody. Like, I really don't have somebody that I'm like, oh, I hope they win. That's true. It's like yeah. anybody, when it, anybody that's currently there, like, deserves to win. Yeah. They're all pretty awesome. And I wish I could do that. <laughs> I really do. I do too, to some extent. But really, I couldn't. And I already know. I would tap out the first. That would probably be a first day tap out. Actually, what I would do, I was just joking while watching Castaway. Um, I'd probably stay there. I I have no like real practical skills, so I would be there as long as I can boil water because that's the big one. Mm-hmm. I would probably I would just try to stick around until like my my muffin top went away, and then I tap out. That would be. <laughs> five hundred thousand dollars all right that's neat but no i just wanted this would be my diet to get to where i wanted and then i can then i can move on with my life yeah and in case you get bit by a poisonous spider you Oof. get some kind of mouse disease or something like oh, that smelling the poopoos and the peepees yeah yeah then you come home with that that's not something that's not really worth uh losing what a couple pounds yeah, <laughs> no. no i guess bailey could keep making me some salmon i'll just you know what you want that i'll empty the fridge and i'll just boil water for you every day how about that <laughs> i'll be going uh over to Smashburger and having my fried pickles oh. i'll give you boiled water <laughs> anyway sorry this kind of just turned into a conversation on the couch <laughs> that's Forgot all right we were taping conversational podcast what um anyway Alone, I'm going to give it five out of five. Uh, what were we? Patagonia. Patagonia. <laughs> uh, bamboo shelters. So yeah. favorite show, all time. Probably not going to get knocked off anytime soon as long as they keep producing this awesome stuff that I can just immerse myself in. And I'm going to continue to get what I need to learn my survival skills. Um, I feel like we need a jingle for like, this is a Bailey segment. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody knows, like, all right, this is her favorite show. <laughs> and her name is Bailey. Bailey. No. Anyway, we can't do that. But I think this is a good this is a good start. Right? To get back in the swing of things. I think so. Cool. Well then, I think this is a perfect time to uh wrap things up. So uh I would like to thank everybody for tuning in. Because it means a lot when we get to see that people are listening to us. Even though we're just we're just your friends and relatives. It's just a nice feeling to know that uh, people care. So thank you for tuning in. We, that means a lot. Um, and while you're at it, I will say again, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud so that whenever we sporadically post a podcast, you will be notified. Um, episode 13 will contain many other fall shows for you to keep an eye on. 
as well as a few other things up our sleeves. So, next time, sooner than later, this is Yimbo. And Bailey. And you've just been reviewed. <laughs>